All right, welcome to episode 10 of the Mindful Hunter podcast. I'm your host as always, Jay Nickel. Now, we have a bit of an interesting episode this week. It's gonna be another gear shootout, and we're gonna be doing a comparison of the Hilleberg Solo and the Hilleberg Acto. What makes this podcast interesting is it's the first podcast that I'm taking out of the house. And I'm giving some context, in case you're listening to this on audio, there might be some differences this week and I want you to understand what's going on. So one of the frustrations I've always had with buying things online, especially things like tents, boots, other items that are like really size dependent, I'm six foot one, 265 pounds. Most things are built for like five foot eight, five foot 10 dudes more average size people. And so even in the reviews, there's rarely an acceptable way to gauge the size of the product and see if it's gonna fit my needs. So I did what is obviously the most reasonable course of action and I bought both the Hilleberg Solo and the Hilleberg Acto. I'm gonna set them both up here today and then I'm gonna get inside, I'm gonna put a sleeping pad inside, I'm gonna crawl around, I'm gonna play with the zippers, I'm gonna sit up like I was eating, and I'm gonna basically run through the motions as if I was spending some time in the tent. And then I'm gonna talk about, and I'm gonna do my best to have this be just as fully functional an audio podcast as a video podcast. But that being said, I think it's a more robust experience for this particular episode to enjoy it on YouTube because you're really gonna see how I fit in the tent and that's gonna give you a better idea or a better image of how you may fit in the tent. I'll also take some pictures and throw them up on my Instagram so if you don't have an opportunity to watch the YouTube podcast, you're still gonna get the benefit of some of the sizing visualizations. So, like I said, First things first, we're gonna set up both tents. Now I'm gonna time lapse that for the video, but I'm just gonna cut straight to the review in the audio because there's no point in listening to me set up a tent. But I will make some general comments about the setup of each of them and kind of do a compare and contrast. I'm gonna get into the technical specifications later, but maybe I'll just set the stage as to why I think this is a meaningful comparison. I'm doing a backcountry goat hunt in about five weeks. My original game plan was to take a tarp and an ultralight stove, the Kafaru Mega Tarp and the Smith Cylinder Stove. However, after talking with people who have done that hunt, I'm gonna be in a lot of really steep terrain and you essentially want the smallest footprint possible out of your tent or out of your kind of sleeping device, whatever that may be, bivy sack, tarp, tent, whatever you ultimately decide upon. Now there would be timber, so having the cylinder stove does produce quite a lot of benefit. However, I'm trying to stay as light as possible as well. So after some consideration, I decided we're gonna ditch the tarp cylinder stove combo and we're gonna go tent. Now that we're gonna go to tent, which tent? There's gonna be heavy snow. Right out of the gate, I, I knew I wanted a Hilleberg tent. There's other good tents on the market, but I don't, I, I, Let's just cut the bullshit. Hilleberg is the premium. There is no other better tent than a Hilleberg. It's just, it's a Rolls Royce of tent manufacturers, especially for backcountry guys. So now that we know that we're in a Hilleberg, which Hilleberg? They have several different lines based on kind of toughness and durability. So the red line is the kind of like heavy snow, heavy winter, toughest that they build. So I knew, and I would talk to a couple of individuals and the, the potential for snowfall is so great, I didn't wanna try and like get away with their yellow line. If I was going in a shoulder season, I think a yellow line tent would be perfectly acceptable. You're gonna save a significant amount of weight or you could get a significant amount more room. 
Recognizing that I could be in for some extreme snow levels, I decided the red tent, the red line was what I was gonna be purchasing from. Again, looked around. The Acto is a very interesting tent because it's quite lightweight for the, for the strength and the durability that it provides and it's got a very interesting design. However, it's not freestanding. So the Acto was definitely up for comparison. I looked around, got some opinions, thought, okay, I'm gonna run the Acto. Got the Acto. Then I started talking to some taller people that said maybe that's actually not the right move. I actually had a conversation with John Barklow from Sitka, just getting some gear recommendations. And he's like, listen, the Acto will, the Acto will work for you, but personally, I would recommend the Solo because the Solo is a freestanding tent. And he said, I don't like the failure point of non-freestanding tents. He goes, if it's the middle of the night, you're in a storm and your guy lines go, you're done. Your tent's gonna collapse and you're gonna have to get out of the tent in the middle of the night and reset everything up. That made a lot of sense to me. And then I thought to myself, well, I'm doing the podcast anyways, this would make for some good content. So I decided to buy the Solo as well. Now, ultimately, whichever tent I decide to not go with, I will be selling used. I don't have enough money that I can actually keep both of these tents. Um, but because I'm in Canada, I'll probably be able to get the vast majority of my money back, especially because they've only been set up once. So the Solo weighs almost two pounds more. Again, I'll get into technical specifications later, but it is freestanding and it has more room inside. So essentially we have a slightly lighter, non-freestanding, slightly smaller tent comparing against a freestanding, heavier, slightly roomier tent. So that's the purpose here today is to decide, do I require the extra room within the Solo? And do I feel after having set it up myself that the ATCO, the ACTO provides enough stability given that it's not freestanding? So as always, I also have some questions off of Instagram that I'll get into at the end of the episode. But for now, I'm gonna put the time-lapse mode on. I'm gonna set up both tents and then I'll jump back on and I'll start comparing and contrasting and we can have a good look and see which one fits better. All right, got both tents set up. Before I dive into the individual differences between the tents, I wanted to take a moment and make some general comments about Hilleberg tents and these two tents in particular. Overall, surprisingly easy to set up. The Acto took just under 12 minutes and the Solo took just under 10 minutes. I've never set either of these tents up before. I feel like you could easily set these tents up in five minutes once you've done it a couple times. Super simple, super straightforward. Um, construction quality, I wanna say is like shockingly good. Um, it's rare you put your hands on any kind of textile and you like just feel confident, but like everywhere you would hope they would be using extra durable material, they are. The pole sleeves, the end caps, all the, um, sewing and thread that goes into the pressure points around where the pegs are situated, the guy lines. I mean, they were just feel really high quality. Everything felt really good. The zippers moved really freely. Some tents, when you set them up, it's a bit awkward to know where to get all the pegs so that you get kind of a tight drape uniformly across the tent. That was not the case with these. It was very intuitive. Like, I'm like, I should pull this out at a 45. Pulled it out of 45, tent straightened right up. 
yeah, overall, really generally impressed, not with, not only with the quality of the tents, but how easy they were to set up. Now, let's get into some technical specifications. So the Acto weighs three pounds, 12 ounces. The Solo weighs five pounds, five ounces. So it's actually one pound, nine ounces different. Now that's trail weight. You could take extra, take fewer pegs. You could get rid of some of the guy lines. You could go hardcore. Both these tents are dual layer. You could rip out one of the layers. One of the things I'm actually considering because I'm trying to decide between the Onion and the Nalo for my sheep tent for summer. And one of the ideas I'm playing around with is actually keeping the Solo and taking out one of the layers. You can get rid of the, um, I forget which one it is. I read a blog post on it. One of them is really easy to get rid of. You could put in a mesh liner or you just go with one layer and it lets the air go through much easier. One of the benefits that the Acto has over the Solo is better venting. Both of the kind of upright foot walls um, have openings in them so you can get more airflow through it. That was my concern with taking the Solo on a sheep hunt is that it might just simply be too warm um, even though it's got a little bit more room. Okay, I don't wanna talk about any more of the individual differences until I'm actually standing beside the tents. So what I'm gonna do is actually use the GoPro from here on out because I wanna get inside the tent with the GoPro and I think I'll get, um, it's got a wider angle lens on it. I'm not gonna have to worry about exposure and stuff. So I think just overall, it will be, it will be easier to see some of the differences. The other thing that I've done is I brought one of my foam sleeping pads. I was gonna bring my inflatable one to be honest, I'm kind of trying to fit this into a work day, so I'm trying to be as efficient as possible. And so I just brought the foam pad, but what I wanted to be able to do was put a similar item inside each tent and then film and take a couple pictures so that you could see without me being in there and kind of scrunched in how, what that looked like to give you an idea of the difference of space between the two. I can tell already just from hopping in and real quick that the Solo is notably roomier than the Acto. Okay, so let's dive into some of the unique differences. All right, we're gonna jump into the Acto. Now, one thing of interest is that there's 1.7 cubic meters of space inside the Acto, and there is 0.8 cubic meters of space inside the vestibule of the Acto. Now, the reason I bring that up is that while there is two cubic meters of space inside the Solo, there's only 0.6 cubic meters inside the vestibule. So one thing, they're, they're actually almost the same gross um, volume, but the Acto has slightly more vestibule and slightly less interior space. So let's jump in here. Okay, so I've gone ahead and put the sleeping pad inside so that you can get a rough idea of space. There's the vestibule. I wear a size 14 boot to give you an idea of the room. I think I could slide my backpack in there, not fully packed, and it would maybe press against the sidewall, but especially if I leaned it up kind of lengthways, but up on its side, it would fit in there. I would have concerns that it would push against this wall. Now, 
Some Hilleberg tents are unidirectional, meaning you're supposed to have your head and shoulders at one end. The Acto, as far as I'm aware, is not the case. You can sleep in either direction. Now, one thing to note, while shorter than the Solo, what the Acto has done that's rather unique is they've put these elevated foot and head walls in order to give you more head and foot space so that the walls don't come directly down to the ground right where your head and feet are. Okay, I'm gonna climb in now and see how I fit. Okay, so there's no way I'm physically gonna be able to actually if I sit up, and I'm kind of sitting on my side right now, and that's the best I've got. So there's no way you're actually gonna sit up and make a cup of coffee in here in the morning. Now, as far as laying down, I actually feel like I've got, um, a ton of space here when I'm laying down. If you look down at my feet, I'm not worried about condensation getting on my bag. Now, I might be lifted up another couple inches if I was on top of my inflated sleeping pad. Now, I'm gonna see if you, I'm just gonna lay down and see if you guys can see. So, I have a fairly significant amount of space around my head. Now, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this. When laying down, you feel like you have a significant amount of space. I don't feel claustrophobic, and I have enough additional room to compensate for my pad and my bag. It feels tight in here. Um, I'm now kinda, yeah, I wonder how breathable this inner layer is because there is no like actual venting in the internal layer. So I could see it getting warm in here. Obviously not a concern on the goat hunt. I'm much more concerned about being hot than I am with being cold. I can't sit up and make a cup of coffee in the morning. That bothers me. Um, pretty significantly to the point where an extra pound and a half in my backpack all of a sudden isn't feeling like a very big deal. I thought even if I could sit up in the tent but use the vestibule area to like make coffee and have my afternoon meals or my evening meals, I would be okay with a slightly more cramped space. Um, it de would de Listen, you could get by with this for sure. Like it works. I'm just trying to think, like what if you had one or two bad days of weather and you were stuck in your tent all day? This would be a hard sell for me. There is not a lot of extra wiggle room in here. Okay, I'm gonna put my boots back on and get out and then uh, we'll go have a look at the Solo. Okay, gonna do the same thing now with the Solo. Just remind ourselves of what the specs are. So it's a freestanding tent. It weighs five pounds, five ounces at the trailhead. It has an interior volume of two cubic meters and it has vestibule 
vol vestibule volume of 0.6 cubic meters. So a little bit less vestibule than the Acto, but more internal space. The Solo is kind of like their famous one-person tent. Like this thing is absolutely bomb-proof. People have used it for expeditions for years. So it's definitely a very well-trusted tent. Let's uh, climb inside. So just real quickly, I'm gonna do um, a side-by-side -side comparison of the two vestibules, because I do believe there's a fairly noticeable difference. Here is the, and again, here's my boot for comparison. So boot from the edge, and then maybe another half a boot, size 14 boot. And it's not symmetrical here. So there's more room in the vestibule on this side than it is on this side. Now the Acto is symmetrical and I'd say there's one boot, you know, definitely closer to two boots and it's equal volume on that side as this side. So I don't think there's any denying the fact the vestibule is significantly bigger on the Acto, which if you're a smaller dude, I think that really, really matters because you're not lacking in overall volume in the Acto. You've got more storage space outside, which means the need to have less space inside. Now for a fairly large individual like myself, that doesn't really help much because I can't put part of myself outside. I have to fit all of me inside. Okay, I'm gonna grab the Thermarest pad, stick it inside and see how we go. Now, one note I wanna make that I made with the Acto is that the Solo is a unidirectional tent, meaning the foot box is narrower than the shoulder box. So if you're looking at the front of the tent, your head and shoulders go on the left-hand side and your feet go down at the right. Let's climb in first and then I'll make some general comments. So before I even climb in the whole way, I this is me sitting completely upright. I have maybe, you know, two, two to three inches. And this is like, I'm sitting straight up. If I actually like come down on my side, I'd have closer to five or six inches. Um, already, it feels a little more spacious in here. It's a taller tent on the inside, but I do feel like it's a little narrower, especially down by the foot box. The one interesting thing to note is that near your torso or your hip line, I feel like the tent is slightly wider. There's a little more usable room. So you might be able to care, like you could, when you're not using it, maybe put your like your Nalgene in a book in like a couple of things in this little area right here to the left of your hip when you're laying down. Okay, I'm gonna lay down and make some general comments. I do feel like the tent might be not quite as long as the Acto. If you look down at my feet, I feel like my toes are a little bit closer down there. I still have a bit of room up here, so I could squeak, squeak up a bit. It, 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 if it's not exactly the same, then it's very marginally shorter lengthwise. However, this space right here, I find very valuable. Uh, like I mentioned before, there's this significant area here to the, if you're laying down to the left of your hip line that provides some very practical, usable space. I do feel like no matter which tent 
you're in. Get reacquainted here. No matter which tent you're in, you are going to be getting some condensation onto your sleeping bag. Neither tent is large enough that you are never gonna bump in to the sides. And I don't wanna say Hilleberg tents are notorious for condensating, but their dual wall design, if you don't, if you set up in a moisture rich environment and you don't have you know, a ready way to evacuate that moisture, there's really not much. You're gonna get condensation inside the tent, um, especially on a, on a winter camping trip where you're so much hotter than the outside environment. So I feel like because it's gonna happen in both, it's not really an element that I would compare between the two tents. I'm trying to think, I'm gonna make some, my general, like my overall comparison and selection in a couple of minutes, but I'm trying to think while I'm inside, if there's anything else of note that you would want to see. I think that really about wraps it up. Similar, laying down, you have similar head and foot room. I think if anything, the Acto might have a little bit more. But really, the primary difference is sitting up. The Solo is just simply a significantly taller tent. I'd say by at least five to six inches, if not more. Okay, so we set both tents up. We talked about them. We got into them. We looked at the differences. I'll cut right to the chase. I am keeping the Solo and I'm gonna sell the Acto. At six foot one, 265, as nice as the Acto is, it's just too small for my purposes. I also feel like I might have a long torso. If you had a shorter torso and could still sit up, I feel like being able to sit up is like a pretty, you know, reasonable qualification for a tent to satisfy. Um, now, if you were doing something like crazy ultra lightweight, like running a trail or hiking Everest and you knew you were gonna be on your feet every single moment of the day, except when you were asleep, or if you were in a situation where maybe you had a teepee and you were gonna be able to cook and dry your clothes in the teepee, and then a couple dudes were gonna bring smaller tents just to sleep in, I think the Acto has a place for that, for sure. But on a hunt where I might get stuck in it for a day or two at a time, or even just, you know, waiting for fog to lift, or waiting for first light in the morning until I can start glassing and I wanna make a cup of coffee and, and chill out, I just feel like it's too cramped for me. I do wanna say though, lengthwise, the Acto feels roomier. So be careful because I think on a lot of the literature online, and even when you phone Hilleberg, they will say that the Acto is meant for people up to six foot five, which it is theoretically, but you can't do anything other than just sleep in it. And I think that might be a difference between some recreational users and hunters. Like we do spend more time in our tents on occasion. And I think we ask a little bit more out of our tents on occasion. Now, the Solo is one pound, nine ounces heavier. The pound and a half ain't that much, man. The fact that I can sit up in it. Now, here's the reason that I like that it's freestanding. I'm gonna be in deep, deep snow. So you don't always nail the footprint of your tent the first try. And having to peg the Acto, I foresee 
setting a couple pegs, pulling it all tight, being a little too close to that tree or not far enough away from that tree, and then having to unpeg and repeg. And if you're doing like snow pegs, like dead men and all the rest of it, like it's a lot more complicated than just like pulling it and sticking it in the dirt time and time again. And I feel the fact that you could just set the solo up, put all the poles in and then literally just pick it up and move it to exactly where you want it. And then guy lie it in. Those are the two main reasons why I'm gonna go with the solo. The fact that I can sit up and the fact that it's freestanding so I can move it around a little bit before I actually have to decide on its final resting place for each day. I hope I've covered everything. I'm gonna go through some of the questions that people sent me on Instagram. I'm gonna tell you right now, some of these I won't be able to answer. I'd call this like a stage one review or almost like a, a comparison more than a review. For more of the in-depth questions, I'm simply gonna have to run these tents for more hunt days before I feel confident making a response. Uh, my wife asks, will you be returning one? <laughs> the answer is, I'll certainly be selling one used. So if anybody's in the market for an Acto, if you're 5'10 or under, I mean, this tent is fucking great. It's just not if you're super tall. The, the answer is yes, I will be getting rid of, of one of them. Uh, Joss asks, is the Acto, Acto suited for tall, bigger guys? I'm six foot four, 225. No, it's not, Josh. Unless you just want to get in and pass out at night, I don't recommend it. It's going to be too tight. BC Rackstar, is the Solo worth the extra weight? I think I went over that pretty thoroughly. In my opinion, it is. I have a different philosophy about weight, though. I'm like, get stronger, build more endurance. Fuck it. Don't be a bitch. Other people would rather just carry less weight. I mean, to each his own. All right, so Shano asks how they both compare for wind and usable space. I would say because there's so many guy lines on each and each of them have such an aerodynamic design, they would be equally durable in wind. The reason I'm gonna give the slight edge to the solo is that if the guy lines come out, the solo is still gonna stand. It might bend, but it's still gonna stand. If the guy lines come out of the Acto, you're fucked. Thank you, John Barclow, for that tip. Corey says, your thoughts on the venting options to reduce humidity and is a footprint tarp required as well? This is a really good question. Um, I'm not gonna bring a footprint or a tarp. I got in there and the uh, floor material is quite heavy. It's very damp out here. I'm on this field and it's kind of like, I can see the water come up when I squish down and nothing was coming through the bottom. Plus I'm gonna be in snow. Uh, so the answer is no, I won't be bringing a footprint or a tarp and I don't think that it's necessary for either of them. However, in reference to the venting, I think I need more experience with that. Theoretically, the Acto should have superior venting, but I, I can't put my, you know, my name on that because I haven't personally tried it yet. Okay, that's about it. Um, let me know if you'd like to see some more of these. I've got a couple of more gear shootouts in the work. I'm gonna be doing some different sleeping pads that I have a lot of experience with, as well as some other gear that I have kind of multiple versions of from different manufacturers. Um, overall, I think this was really beneficial. It sucks living in Canada. With something like a 10, I think you just have to get into it because on paper, the Acto should have worked. It said it had similar headroom um, to the Solo. Quick wrap up, both tents kick ass. I would happily sleep in, in either tent if, if the circumstances warranted it. I think you would survive through 
hellacious, you know, weather and whatnot in either. I do think for my purposes, being a bigger dude, I'm going with a solo. As, a, as usual, if you could like, comment, share, subscribe, I would greatly appreciate it. Let's fuck up the algorithm. And if you want to get a hold of me, jay at mindfulhunter.com, Instagram, mindful underscore hunter, and YouTube, mindful underscore hunter. This is the Mindful Hunter Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.